What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and will dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. What's up, you badass? Happy Father's Day weekend. I love today's question because it's one that I continue to have to lean into and figure out, and it is... How do I get off work and show up at home and have energy for my family, being in tune and engaged with them? As I discussed this with a friend, it was like, dude, I just get so tired by the end of the day and I go home and I just don't have energy for my family. Now, first off, have some freaking grace for yourself. Sometimes all you want to do is go home, sit down, do nothing, have a beer, play a video game, whatever. I think that sometimes that's okay. But... Because you and I are here, because we want to have deep relationships, wonderful, fun, engaging relationships with our kiddos and our spouses, we don't want every day to look like that because we only have so many days. All right, so let's discuss this for a minute. You know, as I think about it, I think it'll be an ongoing battle, you know, of being in tune with this. But I think that this really comes up because we as men know that we're you know, at the core, the provider and protector. But what does that really mean? I don't know that we're ever told this is what it means to be provider and protector. So let's come back to that in a minute. But I think back to when I had my first kid, when I had Brooklyn, I was, sheesh, 22 years old. And when she was born, it's almost like, I don't know what to do. So I better go work. I better go make money and provide. So I feel bad about it. And my wife still, I think there's a little grudge there. Uh, I went back to work three days later because it's like, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to go make money and make sure this family has, you know, food and shelter and water. So let's talk about that in a second. But, and I've heard, I've heard other dudes talk about that too. Like, oh, I just got to get to work. Um, And then I think that that becomes the easier routine is crush it at work, go crush it at work. So then we come to this routine, you know, it's like you look years later and now I'm still, it's easier for me to crush it at work than it is for me to be present at home because this is just what I've done from day one. So let's talk about provider and protector. Ooh, this is solid right here. What is a provider? What does it mean if you're the father and your role is to provide? Is it just food, water, and shelter? No, you are supposed to provide, in my opinion, stability in the home a safe place to grow, a safe place for your kids to ask questions, test life. Okay, so that's that's some intentionality for you to do that. Then protector. What does it mean for the fatherhood role to be a protector? Does that just mean have good aim and the nice white picket fence? No, what are you supposed to provide? I think, or protect. I think when you think about protecting, it's you want to protect their mind. 
You want to protect their soul, their heart. Like there's a lot to that as a father. So when you think provide and protect, yeah, innately that's in us. But what does that mean? How does that get played out? And I think that from the get-go, if you didn't have a guide yourself really saying, all right, you're a dad now. You just had your kid. Here's what you're supposed to do. We go into, uh, do we have food in case there's no power? Do we have water in case, you know, the electricity goes out and uh, there's no access to water? Do we have money in case of an emergency? We kind of go into those modes, which I think are still important. Okay, so we go into this mode, maybe when the kid's born, it's easier to crush it at work. So then we give all of our energy at work, it becomes a routine, it becomes hard to come home and be engaged with our family. So I think that this is simple. So we're just going to talk about energy for a second. So I think energy is one of your greatest resources. I think you should think about your energy like you think about your money or your time, that energy is one of your greatest resources. Every day you wake up, you have gas in the tank, you have a blank check, whatever analogy you want to use, you get to spend that. You decide how that's spent. Now, most of us have a job that we have to go to. So we do have to give energy there. And dude, I want you to kill it at work. I do. But I don't want you to give it your all in the sense that you go home and have zero left and are a D-bag to your family because you're just too exhausted. Okay, again, grace every once in a while, but not the routine. So man, I think I have a simple answer on the energy piece, uh, but I will admit I'm always looking at the angle. So like right now, I'm doing green smoothies every morning instead of coffee. And then I don't do my coffee till like, I don't know, eight or nine. So I'm on a green smoothie kick. Is it changing my life? I don't know. Um, I've done the bulletproof coffee for years. Um, I've done the mushroom tea that's supposed to give you energy. Don't worry. I didn't see any Disney characters or anything like that. Um, I've done the yerba mate with the bulletproof, you know, MCT oil and all that. And who knows what I'll try next. I'm sure it'll be something. I'm a, I get hooked on, on that kind of stuff. But I think simply, I just put five things. If you want to think about having energy for yourself and having energy for your family, I got five things that popped into my head. Number one, know who you are. Okay. Know what it means to be a provider and protector. You are a father. The kids in your house are yours. They need you as much as they need their mom. You have something to offer those kids that the mom can't, that she just can't. And she obviously has stuff to offer that you can't because moms are incredible, right? But I think that we forget that. Okay. Now you could also sit there and trip and go like, Oh my gosh, what am I supposed to offer my kids? Okay. I think you can get really intentional and like really hyper-focused on it. That doesn't always mean better. Okay. So if you want to go straight, simple, what do your kids need from you? They need your time. That's it. They just need your time. The last two nights, it's just been happen chance. I didn't plan it last night. I'm sitting um, in the house and I said, Brooklyn, do you want to go play basketball for a minute? So we went outside and we shot hoops laughing, had a great time the night before it just happened. I did the same thing with Violet and we don't even play basketball that much, but they just need time. That's it. Now today I will admit, you know, I sat down and kind of had this little Wednesday mornings. I try to set a little side of time. It's time aside to think about my family and whatnot. And, and I have this Things sitting here on my desk, so I'm turning to look at it. What are the things that Ned can teach his kids? What are the things that when my kids turn 18, I can teach them? Well, one, I want to teach them about God. Two, I want to teach them to think like an entrepreneur. And three, I want to teach them about money. So yeah, I think you can sit down and think, okay, what is what does Ned have to offer his kids? And you think of the same, like, what is it? Maybe you're an outdoors man. Maybe you're a sports man. Maybe you're whatever. 
and you can think, okay, I have something to offer my kids. What is that? But simply, number one is know who you are. You're their father. Nobody can replace that. Your kids don't need me. They don't need the neighbor with the boat or the the lake house. They don't need that. They need you. There's something about you that your kids need. Um, and really to simplify it, it's time. Okay. Energy for your family. You need sleep. You need sleep. Do you track that? Do you pay attention to that? You need sleep. Are you getting seven hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep? What do you need to survive? Are you paying attention to that? You need sleep. If you want to be the best for your family, you might want to cut one of the shows off that you watch until midnight. I don't know. You know, what does that look like? That's a simple one. Get sleep. Um, three, drink water. Like that's so simple, right? If we want to just go straight simple here, your body's made up of like 60 something percent water. You need water. Pay attention to it. Figure out how much you should drink. Drink it. That's going to help you. Uh, exercise. Dude, freaking exercise. Figure it out. This isn't about you looking like a freaking beast, you know, and just Instagram posts. This is about are you at the best level so that you can serve your family? Nobody like, well, I like working out, but I think it's because it's connected to my why I like working out. I like working out because of who it allows me to be. Um, and I go in flows, this and that. Uh, find a workout buddy find a coach, do it yourself, 15, 20, 30, 45 minutes a day, it will help you. And then try different things. Do you do it in the morning before work? So it's like you're jamming, stoked in your day. Do you do it at 3.30 or 4 or 5 before you go home because it like gets you pumped? Um, With that in mind too, it's like sometimes if you sit at a desk all day for work and then you sit in your car on the drive home, then you could kind of be in this lethargic space. You might need to come up with some kind of smaller exercise like playing basketball with your kid or going coming home and going on a walk with your spouse or with a kid or doing something just to like whoa get me breathing get me awake get me going again so that I'm engaged with my family okay five which kind of goes along with that is like this idea around triggers or reminders um so like how do I remind myself to save energy well maybe you journal in the morning and you think about your family and you think about what do you want tonight to look like don't plan too hard because usually the nights can fall apart in a sense. But if you're okay with that and you're present for that, that doesn't mean that the night's not still successful for the family if you're together and your attitude isn't crap. Um, I like to journal in the morning. Um, I also like to set an alarm sometimes, you know, 3.30, 4 o'clock. Hey, dude, you're about to go home and this is who you are. Remind yourself, this is who you are. Maybe you listen to certain music on the way home. Um, maybe throughout the day you don't do so much today. Plan for some of your work for tomorrow and the next day. Instead of killing it and getting everything done in five days and then being a turd every night, maybe you stretch that out over six or seven days, right? Put some of that off to next week. Don't give that client your best, best energy. All right, I think I hammered this. Dude, your kids need you. They need you. They need your time. It's worth it to figure out what you need to do to save energy for them so that when you go home, you can be on your best for them. Because dudes, we're going to work for somebody or we're going to work for clients and they can't get the ultimate best net. If I'm just giving the best of me away to somebody else and not the people that are supposed to be with me for my whole life, something's messed up there. Figure out what that is, flip it around, and it's going to be a constant. You got to be engaged with that. All right, this leads cool into Fatherhood Field Notes with Shane Grammer on Monday. This dude amazing artist look him up on instagram instagram <laughs> shane grammar he is always bringing hope through his art 
Um, I've done some stuff with him around um, making these cool t-shirts, I don't know, gosh, 10 years ago, um, around helping bring awareness for human trafficking to girls in Cambodia. That was a gnarly one. Recently, he painted up in Northern California for the Paradise Fires. He did a rad painting for Kobe Bryant, did a rad painting for George Floyd. Um, he's constantly bringing hope to his art, but he got super vulnerable and real, shared about going to counseling as a man so that he could become the best so that he could love his family well, be prepared to be a good husband and father. And what I loved to hear him say is that he is very intentional about loving his wife because he has three daughters and he wants his daughters to know what a healthy marriage looks like. He wants his daughters to know what it looks like when a man loves a woman. And so, man, what an incredible reason why to be intentional about loving your wife because he's wanting to set his daughters up for success in the future. Oh, so good. All right, man. Happy Father's Day. I want to invite you to something. I have been sending a text message every Wednesday morning, the hump day text since April, 2015. It's been five years. There's a big group of men on that text. I started it because I was so hungry to build community with other men and encourage them in their roles as men and fathers. Um, but I know that everybody's so busy and I thought, hey, a dude could read a 10 second text. Um, I might send a Bible verse, a Macklemore quote, a stepbrother's reference. It's really all over the place. But the goal is that in the middle of the week to remind you that you're not alone and that there are other men getting up to love and serve their families. Um, if you want to sign up, go to rebelandcreate.com. Click on the ship on the homepage next to Rebel and Create. Okay, so it's kind of like a little secret. Click the ship because it's not for everybody. I don't want anybody who stumbles on my website to be able to sign up. I want to just keep it for the friends not for all the weirdos. Um, and then you can also text me back and forth. I won't share that, give that to anybody, but you can text back and forth with me for a couple hours after. Um, if you want to text back and say, do this, I like this because of X, Y, Z, and we can chat about it. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Creates Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood that you want to hear me discuss, please email me, ned at rebelandcreate.com, and I look forward to hanging out with you next time.